What's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Philly Talks. Guys, thank you again for tuning in. I truly appreciate it every single time you guys tune in and support the podcast. It, it means so much to me. All love to everybody. I love you guys. Thank you again. Thank you for showing love to the last episode uh, where me and Kat are talking about the last five movies and ratings. That was a really good episode. A lot of you guys liked that episode. Uh, I'm going to try to do more of those top fives of certain things. You know what? I might do a top five underwears, you know, for men. And maybe I'll get Kat and I'll ask her what's her top five underwear for females, you know, bra, panties. Uh, but for men, I definitely, I got you guys. If it's for men, I got you. I know exactly. I'm an underwear fanatic. Cat calls it an addiction. I don't think it's an addiction. I think it's just, I enjoy good underwear because as a kid, I literally just got whatever my mom bought me, you know, until finally I went shopping for myself and I started buying the same underwear and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Then I started hearing about like the me undies and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, what kind of underwear is this? And I started ordering them. I started wearing them and I'm like, whoa. This these underwears are changing the game. So I'm gonna do a top five on underwears. I'm gonna see if she wants to be a part of it. If not, then I just do the top five for the men, and then you know for the females, we'll we'll do something for you. I'm, I'll do my research for you guys too. So, you know, but on this episode, we're talking about the week one of the NFL Eagles, how they did, what's their potential, what do what am I predicting? But also, I'm talking about the. I just finished watching number one Monday Night Football. Raiders going against the Ravens. That thing went into overtime. I'm so hyped because the opening game on last Thursday was the Buccaneers going against the Cowboys, and that was also a great game. And then the games on Sunday were also... So this was a really good week for football. But the opener and the closer of this week of the football games, magnificent. And, you know, I'm I'm a... Talk about that in this episode as well, uh, but also I'm definitely going to keep the focus on the Eagles and how I feel about Jalen Hurts as a quarterback and how we did offensively and defensively, so I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Thank you for listening. Let's get right into the episode. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to I'm not gonna keep rambling on like I am right now. Like, right now I'm rambling, but I'm not really rambling. I'm just letting you know I'm about to get into the podcast, but I'm kind of rambling. But let's get into the episode. Let's get it. Alright guys, so I just finished watching uh, the Raiders going against uh, the Ravens and the closer game of week one of the NFL. This I'm going to talk about the Eagles in this one, but literally when people talk about, because it, it it wasn't just this game, Sunday, uh, the Sunday games were really good as well, but the opener game on Thursday was also really good. When you had Tom Brady and the Buccaneers going against uh, Prescott and the Cowboys, that opener on that Thursday to this closer on this Monday, wild, straight wild. You like when people when you when you hear football fans for the last month month and a half going football's almost back, football's almost back, and then Thursday came and said football is here. This is what we meant. Like this is this week, this weekend has been great. You know, if you're if you're watching any of the football games, any it doesn't matter who you was rooting for, 
it was awesome. You know, I truly enjoyed it. Prescott came out with the Cowboys, with the Buccaneers on Thursday. Had a great game. I didn't think Prescott was going to look that good. I knew he was going to look good. I didn't know he was going to look that good. And, you know, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers also brought it as well, which I expected. But that game ended in the last second on a field goal. Uh, didn't expect that whatsoever. This game that I just saw with the Raiders and the Ravens ended in overtime where <laughs> the Raiders were literally, they throw the ball, they go for the touchdown, come to find out that Edwards, the receiver that caught the ball, was a yard short. So they're at the one-yard line. I'm literally on the group text, and my homies are like, well, I'm going to bet this game's over the only have a yard to go. They're just going to run it in, and it's going to be over. I, in my head, I didn't say this on a text message, but in my head, I was like, I don't know. This could be a a Seahawks-Patriots uh, Super Bowl situation where they throw the ball, and it gets tipped, or it just gets intercepted, because Jacobs, the Raiders running back, has, you know, turf toe, which is when you strain one of the big ligaments in your toe, because it got, like, jammed upwards. So if he can't, if he doesn't have the power to run this ball in, you're going to have to throw the ball, you know. Uh, So they try to run the ball with Derek Carr, the quarterback. He didn't get it in. Then they try to throw it. That didn't go in. So they threw it again. It gets tipped up in the air. And then the Ravens catch it in the end zone. So now they're starting off on on their own 20. And they go up the field. And they're looking good. And then Lamar... Is looking for a receiver. He doesn't find one. He steps up into the pocket, gets hit, fumbles the ball. The Raiders get the ball back, and then they take it down the field, and they kick a field Uh No, they were going to kick a field goal, but they got to delay a game. So then they went, and Derek Carr throws a beautiful touchdown to number seven, Jones, his wide receiver, and game over. That It was crazy. Like, literally, as I'm going through the text, I'm updating everyone in my group chat about what's going on. And they're like, the game's still on? Like, I, like, I turned this, this game on, like, three minutes ago. Like, how is this game still on? I'm like, yo, this is wild. Like, this this ending to this first week of the NFL football games, straight wild. But I definitely had a good time watching football this week. Uh, that game definitely ended the week right. And it set the tone off for the second week, so... That's really awesome. But on this episode, I'm talking about the Philadelphia Eagles and how they look, especially since Jalen Hurts is our starting QB and how he looked and how the whole team looked. And what do I what I predict and what do I think the potential is for the Eagles in the future? You know, so for me, what I saw, first of all, people are like, is Jalen Hurts a captain or not? I put that on my um on my Instagram a couple days ago, and I put that up, and I said, is Jalen Hurts a captain? Because the Eagles' social media on Instagram put a picture up of all the captains, and Jalen Hurts was on there. And people were saying, well, you know, yes, because he's the quarterback. But then other people were saying, like, no, he needs to earn that. You can't just become a quarterback, and then all of a sudden you're a captain. And that is truly what I believe. You, I believe you need to play at least a year or two and show me what you have. Um, show me how you act when you are winning the game and show me how you act when you're losing the game and you lo- and you do lose the game. You know, like, how do you bounce back? Are you someone that the first moment that you get some adversity, you just, 
you crack under pressure or are you someone that can keep it together and, you know, keep the boat string straight, even though it's, you know, the waves are pushing through. So everyone answered that, um, no, he, sh- he shouldn't be considered a quarterback or shouldn't be a quarterback, right? I mean, not a quarterback, a captain right now. And I agree. And that's not because I'm hating on him or because I, I don't like him. I just, I was telling somebody who answered the question and actually DM'd me and was like, well, he's a quarterback. He should be. And I said, well, maybe if this was 10 years ago, yes. 10 years ago, he should be. But the way that the NFL works now with a new coach and everything, like, and they didn't pick Jalen Hurts. Like, this coaching staff, they didn't pick Jalen Hurts to be their quarterback. So he could literally be gone next season, to be honest. If this season doesn't go as well, it could be gone. See, 10, 15 years ago, if we got a quarterback, we were trying to stick with him. You knew that he was going to be around for the next seven years. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles has had a hard time trying to find a quarterback to stick with for the last 15 years. But I think we thought we had one with Carson Wentz. Uh, and he was here for maybe, what, four or five years. Uh, we got a Super Bowl, not with him, but he was definitely the MVP of that team in that season, I believe, that we won the Super Bowl. He got injured. So, but technically, he has a Super Bowl ring. Um, now we have Jalen Hurts, and it's like, I have to see him play this year. He played very well against, um, who did we go against? Sorry, the, the Falcons. And, you know, people were saying, like, well, that's just the Falcons. Well, let's be, let's not take, any, take anything away from the Falcons. They're not the greatest team, but they have potential. You know, I think they're still in a rebuilding stage, to be quite honest. And also, the last three times the Philadelphia Eagles have gone to Atlanta to play, they've lost. So, I don't think that's something to scuff about. Like, the Philadelphia Eagles had to go out there and make a point, and they did. And, the, and Jalen Hurts looked amazing, especially with his wide receivers and his tight ends. Uh, David Smith, uh, or Dave Smith, however you say his name, uh, they were both college teammates. So, he feels comfortable with Smith, you know, who was number six. That's his number, and you can tell that he he's feel, he feels comfortable. You can tell that the age of Ertz is coming to a close. Ertz didn't get as many touches as, you know, Goddard or Smith, but he got some touches. But, you know, that usually Carson once and Ertz had that connection where Ertz was, you know, getting at least 10 receptions or more a game, and now it's not, that's not the case anymore. I think maybe I'm wrong. Maybe in the next couple of weeks, they'll add Wenton, but I, I mean, not once Ertson, but I think that Goddard might be that next tight end that's going to be taken over to be quite honest. And I think Ertz is just going to be backing up Goddard. Uh, Goddard is more biz- bigger and physical, and especially he's really good in, in the red zone because of his body type and everything. But I did, I definitely liked Ertz and in, I mean, excuse me. I definitely liked uh, Hertz. And the way he played, uh, I liked the runs that he was making. He wasn't, and he slid down, wasn't trying to get hurt. So I hope this continues. I hope that the potential that the Eagles have with the receiving core that they have. I mean, this receiving core is amazing. You know what I mean? Like with Rager, Smith, Ertz, Goddard, uh, Watkins, like this is a really good receiving core. And we can do some real damage to some teams. Uh, as long as Hurts can stay healthy, you know. And as long as we don't, you know, 
I don't, I'm, again, I'm not mad at the connection between Hertz and Smith, but we got to make sure that we pass that ball along, spread that ball through all the receivers and tight ends so that way we don't become one-dimensional, di- you know. And our running backs are really good. Saunders is really good. Uh, Weeble back there as well. Our running backs, really good. They go in, they get as many yards as they can. I think with that coming to play, it will definitely open up the passing. So I just don't want to be one-dimensional. I want all the passing lanes to be open and hit whoever's open, not just be like, oh, well, you're my guy, so I'm going to stick with you. Stick with you, stick with you. Oh, you're not going anywhere. You're blocked up. And now I have to go through my progressions, but it's already too late. Now I'm getting sacked. Our our defense looked really good as well. Uh, They were, I wouldn't say they were struggling at first, but they definitely uh, were putting pressure on the quarterback, but it wasn't until the fourth quarter where we really started to hit the quarterback. I think we sacked them twice. Um, I was really happy about that because it showed that even in the fourth quarter, our defense is still coming. Like our defense is a solid defense where they're not tiring out at the end of the games. And I think that's what we're gonna really going to need. Uh, I think our defense is going to steal a lot of games for us in the near future. I think they're, and you know, and it's just, you know, so the front four, great. I think they put a lot of good pressure. It's going to take some time for them to really get going. But the middle linebackers have to, uh, they weren't tackling really great. They knew where the, where the person, the receiver or the running back was going to be at. But their tackling was not great this week. Hopefully within week two, week three, they fixed that because they because again, they knew where the person was going to be at. They knew where the person they had to tackle uh, in that area. They knew where he's going to be and they just didn't get the job done. I think if they fix that, I think we're a very, very um, a good threat, I believe, on defense. I think we can really do some really good things. Um so then, for me and our backfield, our safeties, they they were coming really close to, you know, our safeties and free safeties and corners. They were coming close through the whole game to getting an interception. Like, they have, you know, a nose for the ball. You know, a very good portion of times they were just coming out of their hands. Either they got deflected at one point or uh, it got tipped over, and they were really, really, they were coming close every single time. I'm surprised we didn't get one, but, you know, I thought it's only a matter of time. And I think as we go, those will be the key moments that steal us these hard-going games that we're going to go and play against, you know, the Giants and uh, the Cowboys. The Cowboys look really good, and they have a really good offense themselves, and they have a really good receiving core as well. And I think our defense is really going to have to stop Cooper, and they're going to have to stop Lamb, but also go Gallup as well if Gallup comes back. I know he came out the first game against the Buccaneers, but if he, is, if he does come back, we need everyone on lock because we need an interception or two to stop, stop that momentum that Prescott's going to bring to win our division. But all in all, this has been a really good week for football. Like, I truly enjoyed it. But I think the Philadelphia Eagles, we got that win at, at Atlanta. Um, and again, Atlanta is not a bad team. Their running situation, Davis from their running, uh, their running back, monster. You know, he's in there and he's like, I, I want you guys to try to hit me because I'm going to hit you harder. And that's a bad, bad boy right there. So they're definitely not some offensive-less team. They're definitely, for a fact, a team with potential as well. And I'm glad that we went against them week one and we beat them 
because it shows that we also have that potential to, if we come together, we play smart and we play well, we're a threat to anybody, you know, to literally anybody, anybody. Uh, also quick thing, but before I go on to that, I'll get the Eagles. If I'm, if I'm scoring the Eagles from a one to 10, how they did well, the week one, I'm giving them, I'm giving them a seven. I'll give them a solid seven. I think they did a really good job. And I know some people are going to be like, well, whoa, they got like 31 points, 31 to like nine or something. I, I, I understand. I just think they can do better. That's all. I think they can spread the ball a lot better. And I think we can run the ball a lot better. And I think our defense can definitely be a lot better. So I'm giving them a solid seven. I think that's very generous, you know, because they might be a six. But you know what? We got those two sacks at the end, which lets me know that the defense, especially the front line of our defense, uh, is in very good shape. Their cardio is there and they got the power to get to the quarterback while they beat down on the offensive line. So that's why I give it a solid seven. Because if it wasn't for the defense, I give them a six. But they got a solid seven. And other news before I, I I end this quick recap of week one for the Eagles and everything, I definitely enjoyed watching Matt Stafford uh, with the Rams. He looks like he found his team, like for a fact. And it looks like him and his receivers have found a connection with each other. And I truly enjoy every single second of watching him play for the Rams. Uh, they traded him and golf for each other's team. So Stafford came from Detroit and golf came from Rams. They switched them. So now golf is with Detroit and Stafford is with the Rams. And I think, I don't know if golf has a fit at Detroit. I think that's going to be something that's going to have to progress throughout the weeks, but it seems like for a fact, Stafford definitely has made his connections. He feels comfortable. And I think the Rams are a team to definitely be on the lookout for, for a fact. For a fact. Washington, on the other hand, believe this or not, I took Washington's team, the Washington Football Club, I took their defense and my fantasy team because literally that defense should be doing damage. And they didn't do anything. Like, I literally got one point from in, fan, in fantasy. In fantasy, I got one point from the Washington football's defense. Like, I'm mind blown. I'm, I'm hoping that the next couple of weeks are better because it's like I have them and I have the New Orleans uh, defense as well. And they, New Orleans at least put up like 14 points The in my fantasy. I know that, you know, each fantasy league has different points and whatever. My the, the, New Orleans put up 14. Washington only put up one. And that's unacceptable. So I need them to do a lot better. There should be no reason why their defense is not destroying. Their defense got cooked in the game this Sunday. So hopefully that gets better. But I think with Fitzpatrick going down, I'm not sure how bad the injury, their quarterback going down. I think we have a better chance. It's going to be between us and the Cowboys now. I believe if Fitzpatrick doesn't come back for some reason, Fitzpatrick, every time he comes plays the Philadelphia Eagles, he go, he goes lights out for some reason. I, I can't explain it. The man is on his, like his 14th team in literally 17 years. But every time he comes to the Philadelphia, in the last recent years, he goes lights out. And it doesn't make any sense. So if he is out for the rest of the season or for a couple of weeks, I think that now 
the division comes down to the Eagles and the Cowboys. I don't think the Giants really have a really good offensive team that they can. They have Shepard and they have uh, Saquon Barkley. And that's it, to be quite honest. They have some other receivers, but that's the only two people that I can think of that goes threats. We have to shut down those threats to make sure that we win that game when we go when we go play them. Now, for the Cowboys, it's going to be Elliott and Prescott and the receiving core. But Elliott, I don't know. It doesn't seem... Now, don't get me wrong. The Cowboys went against the Buccaneers, who had the number one rushing defense in the league right now. So... From last year, at least those stats from last year. So I don't, I don't blame them. You know, I don't, I don't blame Elliot for not getting anything done. But I think if we can do that to Elliot, I think it's gonna be between us and the Cowboys. But yeah, I enjoyed Week One. I hope you guys enjoyed Week One. Uh, it was one hell of a a week. I truly, truly enjoyed. It. I can't wait. Uh, I believe we're going against the 49ers next Sunday. I'm gonna be. Watching the game, I can't be telling y'all where I'll be watching because when I be telling people where I be watching the games at, it, the the places get too filled. Like you guys are spreading the word, and I truly enjoy. it. Don't get me wrong. Okay, it lets me know that the people are listening, and I truly enjoy the support and whatever. But every time I tell people where we're watching the game at, in peace, Philly cannot be quiet. You can't hear that. It's going back and forth. But my window's kind of open, so it's kind of my fault. But it's fine. It's still. But it's like it's like. 12 30 in the morning like why are everybody making so much noise everybody's sleeping at this point but again i digress every time i tell everybody where we're watching the games at it gets packed to the gills so we have this one spot that we're going to right now that literally we went this sunday completely i'm not gonna say empty it wasn't empty there was definitely people there but usually it was as if we found it for the first time again because the first time we found it and i told people not on my podcast but told people around like on instagram facebook and stuff like that i'm like oh we're here watching the game everybody was like literally the following week everybody was here we couldn't catch a seat we would get like the game started at one o'clock we would get there at 12 30 packed and we're like whoa like we usually get here like 10 minutes before the game starts and it's john not even packed this time it was packed and it's just like i i can't the last not the last season but the season before and the season before that Bananas. We couldn't find seats. Now we found seats, so I'm not going to say nothing about nothing about where we're watching the games at. I hope you guys are enjoying watching the games, wherever you guys are watching the games at. I know I'm enjoying watching the games. It just feels good because I can get my group of guys to, together, and they can bring their ladies out, and we have all have a good time as we watch the game. So this season is going to be really, really good. I hope you guys enjoy the Philadelphia Eagles. If you're a fan, let's go, Birds. And if you're going out and you're supporting another team, do your thing. You know, hey, I'll give you this. I, you guys know that I got my, a really good uh, friend, friend, sorry, Jesus, my bro, Sam. He's a Denver Broncos fan. I don't know how he became a Denver Broncos. He told me like three times already. I, I think it's complete BS, but that's that's not for me to be saying nothing. But they did well as as well. Denver Broncos looked really, really good with, with Bridgewater as their quarterback, which is a little scary. So, yeah, but I'm going to leave it on. Let's go, Birds. Next week, Eagles, 49ers. I think the Eagles might have this. I'm hoping our defense step up. But we got to wait until the 19th to find out. But, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate it. All love. Stay safe. Have a good one.